Faith, Hope and Love, Episode 404, the fourth Sunday in Ordinary Time, Year A. This weekend we hear the wonderful gospel of the Beatitudes, the blessed attitudes, which God calls on us to have in our lives, and he gives hope to those who are suffering. Whenever we show ever more deeper gentleness, kindness, and reverence to others, even when we might not agree with every issue that happens to us, we become more and more Christ-like. This is Faith, Hope, and Love. Save us, O Lord our God, and gather us from the nations to give thanks to your holy name and make it our glory to praise you. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, and the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Hello everyone and goodness and faithfulness to everyone. As we come together as God's family, let's first call to mind our sins. Have mercy on us, O Lord, for we have sinned against you. Show us, O Lord, your mercy and grant us your salvation. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Lord, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Glory to God.
let us pray for the gift of true Christian love. Grant us, Lord our God, that we may honour you with all our mind and love everyone in truth of heart through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, for ever and ever. Amen. A reading from the book of the prophet Zephaniah. Seek the Lord, all you humble of the land, who do his commands. Seek righteousness, seek humility. Perhaps you may be hidden on the day of the Lord's wrath. For I will leave in the midst of you a people humble and lowly. They shall seek refuge in the name of the Lord, the remnant of Israel. They shall do no wrong and utter no lies, nor shall a deceitful tongue be found in their mouths. Then they will pasture and lie down, and no one shall make them afraid. The Word of the Lord Happy the poor in spirit, the kingdom of heaven is theirs. It is the Lord who keeps faith forever, who is just to those who are oppressed. It is God who gives bread to the hungry, the Lord who sets prisoners free. It is the Lord who gives sight to the blind, who raises up those who are bowed down, the Lord who protects the stranger and upholds the widow and orphan. It is the Lord who loves the just, but thwarts the path of the wicked. The Lord will reign for ever, Zion's God from age to age. Alleluia! Happy the poor in spirit, the kingdom of heaven is theirs. A reading from the first letter of St. Paul to the Corinthians. Consider your own call, brothers and sisters. Not many of you were wise by human standards. Not many were powerful. Not many were of noble birth. But God chose what is foolish in the world to shame the wise. God chose what is weak in the world to shame the strong. God chose what is low and despised in the world, things that are not, to reduce to nothing things that are, so that no one might boast in the presence of God. God is the source of your life in Christ Jesus, who became for us wisdom from God and righteousness and sanctification and redemption, in order that, as it is written, let the one who boasts, boast in the Lord. 
The Word of the Lord. Alleluia, Alleluia, Alleluia. Rejoice and be glad, your reward will be great in heaven. Alleluia, Alleluia, Alleluia. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. When Jesus saw the crowds, he went up the mountain. And after he sat down, his disciples came to him. Then he began to speak and taught them, saying, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who mourn for they will be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they will inherit the earth. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they will be filled. Blessed are the merciful, for they will receive mercy. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they will see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called children of God. Blessed are those who are persecuted for righteousness' sake, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are you when people revile you and persecute you and utter all kinds of evil against you falsely on my account. Rejoice and be glad, for your reward is great in heaven. For in the same way they persecuted the prophets who were before you. The Gospel of the Lord. This weekend we hear the wonderful Beatitudes. You can imagine and visualise our Lord teaching this message on a cool, breezy day on a steep mountain, where there's a beautiful natural amphitheatre running down to the Sea of Galilee. In Israel, the site traditionally held to be the place of the Sermon of the Mount, it's a magnificent and peaceful setting. I've been at that place and it's so moving. In the Beatitudes reading, the first of the blesseds, and arguably the key to all others, and the key to an enormously significant cornerstone to Christ's gospel, is this. Blessed are those who know they are spiritually poor. The Greek word here is really powerful. It doesn't just mean having to work with not much backing behind them. It means someone who's utterly destitute, crouching or cowering, with no support at all. That is, when we admit our absolute need for God and let go of ego and surrender the idea of complete self-sufficiency, then we are truly open to God and God's kingdom and the life-changing gospel of our Lord. In so many instances in the scriptures, and we see it so many times in our lives too, how often does pride and ego get in the road of harmony and goodwill? How much damage does pride and ego do, and how often? In recent years, whenever I feel tempted to have hurt feelings over something, I pray to God to heal my pride and ego, which can be a terrible trap for any of us. 
It's almost counterintuitive, but I find whenever I recognize my lowliness, my need, my poverty of spirit, I feel strangely liberated. It takes the wind out of so many unnecessary worries and hurts and turns me back to God's grace and the support and sharing of those around me. The second reading backs this message up completely. St. Paul says to the Corinthians, Can't you see, most of you in Corinth are not rich and famous or powerful or influential. You're looked down on by many in earthly society as being nothing special. But know this, God is using those who know they have not much to commend them in this world because in reality they are utterly open and receptive to the message and invitation of God's kingdom. You are best disposed to the fullness of God's grace which the Lord wants to pour into your hearts and minds when you experience humility and spiritual poverty. God is using the weak and those who are considered not wise by earthly standards to shame human wisdom. Christ taught us that it's very challenging for self-sufficient, influential and the self-righteous to detach themselves from earthly support structures and instead put their entire hope and trust in God's grace and love. This is the only thing that really lasts, the only thing that will never fail, God's grace. The poor and the needy do it instinctively, for they simply have to throw themselves on God's mercy and grace, as they've been given nothing much else to help. But everyone, well or destitute, needs to similarly throw themselves on God's grace and mercy, and they will indeed be enriched spiritually with the things that never fade. And of course, those who are completely turned toward God and God's beloved children, that is our sisters and brothers everywhere, are best suited to be able to reach out and help in very practical and compassionate ways those who are in desperate need. Jesus teaches us in the same sermon that whenever we recognize the dignity, the uniqueness, the different needs and qualities of all others, when we have empathy for others, when we notice and feel the pain of others, anyone who deeply cares about the feelings of people around them and take their needs into consideration in their decisions and actions, blessed indeed are you, for you are acting just as Christ acts. Whenever we show ever more deeper gentleness, kindness and reverence to others, even if we don't necessarily agree with them on every issue or action, we become more and more Christ-like. Blessed are they who long for the fullness of goodness and justice, the way a starving person hungers for food, the way someone thirsty craves desperately for water. If we long for goodness and justice like that, we shall have our thirst quenched. They who long for fairness and justice and want the whole thing, that is the whole person who knows it's not enough to be satisfied with a partial good, Blessed is the one who hungers and thirsts for goodness, which is complete. This is not the same as an unrealistic or fussy perfectionism. For a person of the Beatitudes desires not cold and heartless self-righteousness or superiority, but neither would they settle for an insincere outward show of pretend warm-heartedness or pretend goodness. They long for the real thing, to show true kindness and feel it, and mean it, to really exude warm compassion in all circumstances, which is to be found by God's grace alone. 
All we have to do is open our hearts to it. And blessed are the peacemakers, the rebuilders, the repairers, people of forgiveness, who do not repay hurt for hurt, which is an act of great bravery and strength, but rather return compassion and concern and pierced sorrow in the face of wrongs done to them or others. Blessed are those who can forgive, looking upon hurt and mistakes like a loving parent looks on the hurts caused by the child they simply could never stop loving. And may we accept forgiveness and be honest and constructive always, working for peace and harmony. Something that would make forgiveness and tolerance ever more easier is one principle in life that we can sometimes lose sight of. There's always a reason why a person thinks and acts the way they do. It may not make sense to us, but there's always some kind of reason. It may not appear to be a good reason. It may be a very bad reason. But if we knew the reasons people do what they do, it would make it so much easier to understand, to sympathise and forgive, even if we don't condone it. There's a French saying that sums this up, to know all is to forgive all. Or as I read, I think it was in War and Peace, the novel, the old man looked out and saw all his family at play, and he forgave much because he understood much. We admit that we only know things partially, and only God knows everything, which is why God is so very kind and merciful. It's important for us to never forget that. God, who knows all things, is also the one who is so full of kindness, compassion and mercy. We who know partly are sometimes very quick to judge and to condemn and very slow to forgive. There must be a reason for that. It's because God forgives much, because he knows much. Finally, the Lord encourages and gives a new heart to all who do good, even when they're ridiculed or opposed for it. Stand strong, says the Lord. You will be proved to be on the right path, God's path, and you will be satisfied in full. The Apostles' Creed I believe in God the Father Almighty, Creator of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ his only Son our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died and was buried. He descended into hell. On the third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and is seated at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From there he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and life everlasting. Amen. God has spoken to us through Jesus. We now speak our words to God, confident that they will be heard. For the people of God, poor in spirit, that they may not be engrossed by the material possessions of this world, 
In faith we pray. For those in the world who hunger and thirst for what is right, that they may be strong and not give in to defeat. In faith we pray. For those who mourn the loss of family and friends, that they may be given comfort in their sorrow. In faith we pray. For those who have hurt us, that we may be generous and wholehearted in our forgiveness. In faith we pray. For those who have died struggling to live the Beatitudes, that they may inherit the kingdom of heaven, especially those for whom we now pray. In faith we pray. Compassionate God, listen to these prayers that we have made and help us to open our hearts. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, for through your goodness we have received the bread we offer you, fruit of the earth and work of human hands. It will become for us the bread of life. By the mystery of this water and wine, may we come to share in the divinity of Christ, who humbled himself to share in our humanity. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, for through your goodness we have received the wine we offer you, fruit of the vine and work of human hands. It will become our spiritual drink. With humble and contrite heart, may we be accepted by you, O Lord, and may our sacrifice in your sight this day be pleasing to you, Lord God. Wash me, O Lord, from my iniquity. Cleanse me from my sin. Pray, brothers and sisters, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God the Almighty Father. May the Lord accept the sacrifice at our hands for the praise and glory of his name for our good and the good of all his holy church. O Lord, we bring to your altar these offerings of our service. Be pleased to receive them, we pray, and transform them into the sacrament of our redemption. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks, Lord, Holy Father, Almighty and Eternal God. For we know it belongs to your boundless glory that you came to the aid of mortal beings with your divinity, and even fashioned for us a remedy out of mortality itself, 
that the cause of our downfall might become the means of our salvation through Christ our Lord. Through him the host of angels adores your majesty and rejoices in your presence for ever. May our voices, we pray, join with theirs in one chorus of exultant praise as we acclaim, Holy, Holy, Holy Lord, God of hosts, heaven and earth are full of your glory. Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. You are indeed holy, O Lord, the fount of all holiness. Make holy, therefore, these gifts, we pray, by sending down your Spirit upon them like the dewfall, so that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. At the time he was betrayed and entered willingly into his passion, he took bread, and, giving thanks, broke it, and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice, and once more giving thanks, he gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it, for this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many, for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The mystery of faith. We proclaim your death, O Lord, and profess your resurrection until you come again. Therefore, as we celebrate the memorial of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation, giving thanks that you have held us worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. Humbly we pray that partaking of the body and blood of Christ, we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. Remember, Lord, your church spread throughout the world and bring her to the fullness of charity, together with Francis, our Pope, and Mark, our Bishop, and his assistant, and all the clergy. Remember also our brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection and all who have died in your mercy. Welcome them into the light of your face. Have mercy on us all, we pray, that with the blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, with blessed Joseph, her spouse, with the blessed Apostles and all the saints who have pleased you throughout the ages, we may merit to be co-heirs to eternal life and may praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him and with him and in him, O God, Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honour is yours for ever and ever. Amen. At the Saviour's command, informed by divine teaching, we dare to say, 
Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress, as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Saviour, Jesus Christ. For the kingdom, the power and the glory are yours, now and forever. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not on our sins, but on the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign for ever and ever. Amen. The peace of the Lord be with you always. Let us offer each other the sign of peace. May the mingling of the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ bring eternal life to us who receive it. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world, grant us peace. Lord Jesus Christ, Son of the living God, who by the will of the Father and the work of the Holy Spirit, through your death gave life to the world, free me by this your most holy body and blood from all my sins and from every evil. Keep me always faithful to your commandments and never let me be parted from you. May the body of Christ keep me safe for eternal life. Amen. May the blood of Christ keep me safe for eternal life. Amen. Let your face shine on your servant. Save me in your merciful love. O Lord, let me never be put to shame, for I call on you. A prayer for spiritual communion in union with all who are unable to physically receive communion at this time. My Jesus, I believe that you are present in the blessed sacrament. I love you above all things, and I desire to receive you into my soul. Since I cannot now receive you sacramentally, come at least spiritually into my heart. I embrace you as if you were already here, and unite myself wholly to you. Never permit me to be separated from you. Amen. The body of Christ. Amen. The blood of Christ. Amen. Let us pause for a time of quiet post-communion prayer and reflection.
What has passed our lips as food, O Lord, may we possess in purity of heart, that what has been given to us in time may be our healing for eternity. Let us pray. Nourished by these redeeming gifts, we pray, O Lord, that through this help to eternal salvation, true faith may ever increase. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. I hope you have a wonderful week and that God's grace and blessings are with you always. God is always with us, of course. The Lord be with you. May Almighty God bless you, the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Go and announce the Gospel of the Lord. Faith, Hope and Love, Christian Worship and Reflection, led by Reverend Paul Kelly. Prayers and Chants, Roman Missal, 3rd edition, copyright 2010, the International Commission on English and the Liturgy, ICEL. Scriptures, New Revised Standard Version, copyright 1989 and 2009, by the NCC USA. The Psalms, copyright 1963 and 2009, The Grail, Collins Publishers. Prayers of the Faithful, Together We Pray, by Robert Borg, E.J. Dwyer Publishers, 1993, Sydney, Australia. Sung Mass in honour of St. Ralph Sherwin, by Jeffrey M. Ostrovsky, The Gloria, copyright 2011, ccwatershed.org. Faith, Hope and Love theme hymn in memory of William John Kelly, inspired by 1 Corinthians 13, 1-13. Music by Paul W. Kelly, arranged and sung with additional lyrics by Stefan Kelk, 2019. Quiet Time Instrumental Reflection Music, written by Paul W. Kelly, 1988, 2007, and this arrangement, Stefan Kelk, 2020. Today I Arise for Tricia J. Kelly, original words and music by Paul W. Kelly, inspired by St. Patrick's Prayer, arranged and sung with additional lyrics by Stefan Kelk, 2019. Production by KER 2023. May God bless and keep you. Today I arise with love from on high, the name of the three in one. Today I arise through heavenly eyes, your grace to God and guide. Today it begins with strength from within. This day I will arise Today I arise Today I arise This day I